and, and I, I was thinking I'm shocked somebody hasn't already gotten in there and tried to and worked them over. Some residents there apparently were a co- not coercing, but they were they were uh, trying to groom these ducks to be these. And there was whistling ducks groom these ducks to be like the neighborhood duck. Oh sure, they, so they're they, going to be pets. Hey, listen, yeah, Dennis, I, we got to take a hard break for the top of the hour. Do you want to hang on through the break? Do you want to hang on for a second? Sure, I can hang on. Yeah, because I actually have a duck question. I'm not a big duck hunter, but I do have a duck question. So no, no duck okay. question. Yes, no duck. We got questions. the duck man. I want to talk to him. All right, well, I'm gonna, hang on a second. I'm going to put you on hold. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you. Uh, I'm not hanging up on you. There we go. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Top of the hour. Hour number two is right around the corner. Stay right there. We'll be right back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. After we get out uh, done talking to Dennis, we'll bring uh, Captain Justin Duncan in and put him in the hot seat. That ought to be fun. All right, we're going to take a break. It'll be uh, good. We'll be back. continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 TRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory-loaded, truly match-accurate ammunition with Doppler Radar Verified Best-in-Class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance, as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. Sportsman's Alliance. Our heritage, our fight. Protecting hunting from coast to coast. Did you know the Sportsman's Alliance has fought to open access to public lands and to protect those specific lands? They helped make hunting a priority on national wildlife refuges and even sued the federal government last year to protect scientific predator management and hunting on those lands. Just another fun fact showing you how sportsmen and women are helping make a difference. WHFS Sefner, WQYK FM HD2 St. Petersburg, 103.1 W276CX Newport Ritchie, 92.1 W221DW Tampa. Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the Southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks, 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason, like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices, or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America, with over 500 trucks available and on sale, or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck they choose brandon ford because brandon ford stocks more sells more and sells for less so when you're ready for a truck come see us at highway 60 and 301 in tampa the largest volume ford f-series dealer in the entire southeastern united states 24 7 at brandonford.com if you want to pay less for a ford truck that's our business 
As hunters, we all know that planting a food plot in Florida is hard work and takes tons of water, fertilizer, and time just to keep it alive. Well, now there's a product that can make growing big deer on your hunting property as easy as unloading your cooler. It's Horn Max 20 Super Pro Mineral and Super Max 20 Super Molasses Block. This stuff is amazing for growing huge deer, and of course, your Florida deer will get all the trace minerals, protein, and amino acids needed for optimal nutrition in bucks, lactation in does, and fawn growth. Check out the full line of Horn Max 20 today at Florida Mineral online.net or click the link at bigandwild.com. The Wounded Warriors in Action Foundation serves our nation's combat wounded Purple Heart recipients by helping heal the invisible wounds of war. We provide world-class outdoor sporting opportunities that honor, connect, and heal our military heroes through the power of the great outdoors. Your support helps restore their independence, promotes connections with communities, and builds hope. To learn more about how you can help, please visit us on the web at wwia.org. The Big and Wild Outdoors invites you to discover Fishhawk Sporting Clays. It's 77 acres of first-class comfort and hospitality for your personal sports shooting as well as corporate and public events. The Fishhawk staff is always ready to set you and your family up for a memorable day of dusting clays. Conveniently located in Lithia, about 20 miles from downtown Tampa and less than 8 miles from Brandon and is open 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Fishhawk Sporting Clays offers four-person shooting carts, 12 and 20-gauge shotgun rentals, and the club also features a large covered pavilion with plenty of seating for your next big get-together. Fishhawk will happily host birthday parties, bachelor and bachelorette parties, team building groups, family reunions, or any group of people who'd like to get together and have fun. For more information, go to fishhawkshootingclays.com. That's fishhawkshootingclays.com. And be sure to check out the events page for clinics and classes available throughout the year. Come on, boys! From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. What was that for? Just this weather. I thought you were still worried about the chili. Welcome in. It's hour number two of the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gunn, Vince Noble. Uh, we got uh, Casey, the uh, Kentucky Rock, hanging out what, with us what? this morning running the board. Uh, Captain uh, Justin's hanging over there in the shadows. But first, we wanted to finish up our conversation from last hour with uh, uh, Duck Guy Dennis Dutcher. So we want to get uh, Dennis back on the phone and talk to him because apparently Vince has got hey. some burning question there about ducks that he has to have an answer. It's not a burning question. It's just a curiosity. Okay. Dennis, you got to understand, this is the kind of question that keeps Vince up at night for like a month straight. Okay, good. I'll try to give him an answer that keeps him awake. Okay, ready? And <laughs> then, then go ahead. So, so last night I was down on Madeira Beach in the canals, right? And I saw, the, uh-huh. I saw mallard ducks come in, but there was another duck with the mallard. And it was black. It looked almost like the mallard, but it was black and white. I've never seen those before. Are you sure it was black and white? It was black, like light as day. Black, black and head, white. Black head, white body? It had like the black head, neck, and like the white body, and then like kind of the black butt. Well, then. Uh, it looked well, like a penguin. 
Dennis, do you think that could probably uh, be a Whistler, or uh, he mistook a uh, canvas back or something? Um, I, it could have been a Muscovy. <laughs> no, know? I know the difference between Muscovies and and, and Mallard. And no, there was so it was it a white like, body, white wings. I couldn't see the wings. I, it was it was at dusk, so it was getting a little dark. But it was black head, white body, and kind of like a black rear. Yeah. Okay. Black rear. Huh? Uh, you got me there. I'd have, I'd, have, I'd have to see the I'd have to see the beak or the wings or something like that. The idea for sure. Did it have a really but, uh, bright orange beak I, and legs? I, again, I couldn't tell. It was getting rainy. Whistling, it was dark. whistling ducks don't usually hang with other ducks much. Yeah, they usually hang um, out with their own crew. You, you, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, born and raised. I've seen all the different. I just didn't know. I'm like, I never saw this. Are before. you talking about those mallards that hang down there by the? Uh, you know where like boat da- ramp. And you know the- where the daiquiri deck is. Yeah, and those canals behind the daiquiri deck. Right, that's where I was. I, I dude, there, I'm tell- those are green. Like green, they were greenhead mallards. They were greenhead mallards, brown body, brown body, uh-huh. <clears throat> and then the other ones were black and white. Green mallards have more of a color that's almost like a grayish kind of color. Yeah, they'll body. be more gray. Yeah. Right. They'll Dude, be white on them. They too. had a green head. I know that. So it could have been a teal, maybe? Do you think it might have been a teal? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Could have, could have been a teal. Probably could have been a widgeon. I don't know. It seems like it's a little late for any of that stuff to be hanging around. Well, with this big old front but, pushing through right now, there might be some that were going to go back up to uh, Massachusetts. They went, you know what? Let's turn this ship around and stay down for a couple more days, Earl. Yeah, it sounds, sounds definitely like a not a not a species you normally see. So it's right, like, and that's could be somebody's pet that got loose. You know, that's there, there was a couple of them, and there was like four or five of them just take, well, hanging I'd love, out. I'd love you to snap me a picture and send them to me, man. That'd that would be, be awesome. Cool. Yeah, let me go. I might go back down there today and see if I can spot them. If I spot them, I'll definitely get a picture because it was okay, something I've cool. never seen. Yeah, well, you know, you got to cool. understand that uh, he's he's been traumatized by uh, flying fowl his entire life. Before he moved out by the beach, he lived over in Seminole, and he was constantly <laughs> being bombarded and harassed by Canadian geese who've decided <sighs> to take up residency outside of his home. Could not. Oh, God, I, we should have just sat in the living room like we we talked about. Open the front door and just... I don't know nothing about what you're talking about. I've never had that conversation, ever. I've never talked about okay. shooting out of a door for a federally protected crew. I don't know I've nothing never... about it either. I was just, it was a thought. <laughs> well, Dennis, I know before the break okay. you were talking about Lake Parker and these people, uh, these individuals who thought it would be a good idea to try to train some uh, whistling ducks to be resident pets. Is that what they were trying to do? Well, that's in my opinion, that's what they were trying to do, but... They gathered them all up there really nicely, and and so some duck hunters apparently scouted them out, and there's a nice big huge cattail bunch shot out into the lake very nicely. And three different opportunities they took and went in there and put a good beating on them. But, of course, that drew a lot of attention uh, from the residents, and they they called in law enforcement and FWC, and I just want to commend those hunters and, and, and their respectfulness of these people despite being cursed at and had air horns blown at them and, and law enforcement called on them uh, they kept their cool they were quite uh, professional quite uh, uh, courteous and kept it all together and that, that's something i wanted to comment about is that you know they talk about how hunters are always such slobs well you know these people harassed these hunters which technically is illegal that's right they should have been Not cited one. Not once for information, but three different times they called law enforcement. To me, that's harassment. Well, especially if they're out there they shouting and blowing up. horns and doing all that stuff right there. I mean, that should not be allowed. Well, it's it's not allowed. It's not. It's not but allowed. Law enforcement has to arrest them for it. Okay, they were just warned. 
to me, by the third time, they should have been drug off in handcuffs. Um, or at least written a citation. These guys, yeah. these guys were doing nothing wrong. Well, by the third time, you know it's wrong. The first time you're told you're not supposed to do this, that's a warning. You don't get three tries on, on a speeding ticket. Now, wait a minute. Is it the thir- three times on the same person? Because, you know, I know how those neighbor- I know how those neighborhoods work. You know, I call the first time, and since I got chewed out, I go, hey, Vince, do me a favor. Next time them getting them hunters out there, you call them, because the last time they came out, and they yelled at me. So now well, I, don't, uh, I, don't, I don't know if, all, if three different people called, but it doesn't really matter. These are all neighbors. Yeah. So if they conspired together to, to, to do it, that's, that then is, to me is another incident that should be investigated. Well, yeah, they're in cahoots. They always do that. They right. do that with right. cattle ranchers so, and everybody and the airboaters and everybody else. If everybody calls, then, you know, there's 56 complaints. Uh, you know, it makes uh, more numbers, more complaints, squeaky wheel. You know, you got to be the squeaky wheel. But, right. uh, so, you know, those whistlers... Like I just want to commend the sportsmen and their professional and good behavior out there. They showed towards those people who were basically in their face harassing them. Right. You know, if this if this had been um, any other incident, it likely could have uh, gotten a lot uglier. Um, but I'm glad these guys kept it together. That's and cool. The Lakeland City Commission talked about this, and I don't think it's really going anywhere because they were perfectly legal in everything they did. And... Uh, I don't see how there's any way that, that anything's going to ever happen. But I would just caution anybody that wants to go hunt there uh, near that area that, you know, you need to go ahead, just go ahead and call law enforcement and tell them you're going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, so that, yeah, then cover yourself. going to know, and uh, they'll tell those residents, okay, those are just some duck hunters. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, no, bye bye. No, not you. That's what <laughs> they would be saying to the residents. Thank <laughs> you right. for calling. Thank you for yeah. your report. Well, well I, I know that it happens a lot and it happens all over the place. And until law enforcement shows up, knocks on the door and says, hey, you know, uh, Mrs. Uh, whatever, uh, you know, these guys, what they're doing is legal. And once they explain it to them, they can walk away mad, but at least they walk away. And I, that's why I brought up the thing about the uh, northern area of Tampa Bay that was. Uh, not widely hunted until we reported on it and said that that's legal and that's a legal area and all that stuff. And, of course, the first year they got all kinds of, you know what, uh, law enforcement, sheriff show up. They don't know. They don't know the law. They're just like, well, what do you want us to do? Uh, what, what Are they legal? I don't know. We'll call the FWC. And they walk out and go, yeah, they're fine. It's okay. Bye-bye. Have a good time. But until somebody points that out, you got to go through all the rigmarole to get her done. You know what I'm saying? So. It's sad. I didn't know exactly what you're saying, but yeah, I just want to just remind everybody again because I know that uh, you have listeners far and wide that you know, be, be courteous, be professional. These people can get pretty nasty, and you know, it's it's just the way it is. Well, now before um, before we get you out of here and all that kind of good stuff, I know uh, Captain Justin Duncan. He's here in the studio with us. He's got a quick question for you. Do you mind answering okay. it or any? Sure, I'll I'll try. Okay. Well, more so a statement than a question. So I'm on the water 360 days a year. I'm an avid hunter and fisherman. There's been countless times I've been at the end of a dock fishing, not messing with anybody's personal property. I've been at Lake Parker and had problems. I've been at at the uh, Chain of Lakes in Winter Haven and had problems and Kissimmee had problems. So you get these people that approach and they're like, hey, man, stop fishing off my dock. You know, get away from my dock. Get away from here or there. And I see a lot of hunters that, that belly up. They say, well, to keep the peace, I'm going to leave. But the second you leave, you have now taught that person yeah, to think that, that they're in the right. Yeah. And they can do that to everybody. So 
without being belligerent and rude about it, you need to st- hunters and fishermen need to stick their ground. You know, I always love the videos that where you have a fisherman who's being harassed or something like that that can that that goes in there with the knowledge they've educated themselves so that when a person is out on the end of the dock saying, "You can't do that. You can't be here. You can't do this." They can go, "Yes, I can." According to the statute, blah, 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 your water line, your property line, your ends here. Yeah. We, you know, you don't own the water, this, that, and this. So if you know what you're talking about, it really frustrates the you-know-what out of those people because they think they're in the right because that's their, they can see it. And if they can see it, then they own it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> My son went through the same thing with, with when he was spearfishing underneath docks and underneath boats out near Terra Verde. And a guy comes out and goes, you can't be doing that. And he goes... Well, sir, yes, I can. As long as I'm not touching the bottom and I'm not touching the boats or anything else, you don't own this column of water. I can no. take whatever I want under here. And if you don't have, if you have a problem with it, I suggest you call the FWC. I'll be right here waiting for them. You're not scaring me off. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, Dennis, yeah. I, you know, you don't be a jerk about it. You don't get into a cussing match with them. You just got to kind of be yeah. the better, more educated person, and then it kind of. It's going to go from there. Either law enforcement's going to show up or they walk away and they leave you alone. Yeah, Absolutely, absolutely. And when the Lakeland Commission had a meeting about it, there were a couple of duck hunters. One of them was from that situation. One of those situations showed up and talked to the commissioners about it. That's so, a great I mean, thing. They, that, that, that was a wonderful thing they did. Yeah. And um, I was kind of, kind of happy about that. And they, they spoke very politely and treated everybody very professionally and see – that is, that goes a long way. Yeah, it does. And I with, think it does. With the city commissioners, and, and it kind of just shut the whole thing down, truthfully. Yeah. Uh, from the meeting, I, I watched the meeting as it was going on, you know. It just kind of shut down the whole meeting. It turned the whole tone of it from uh, what are we going to do about it to keep the hunters out to, well, we're not going to do anything to stop hunting. Well, <laughs> I know it's going to be an ongoing process, but Dennis, thank you for the it, it call. Is. Thanks for keeping us in the loop. I hope hey, you, if uh, I get that picture, man, I'll, I'll make sure you get it. I hope you uh, find some okay, turkeys tomorrow. Man. Get out there and get that gobbler on the ground. All right, we're going to oh, take. No, no, it's not happening yet, man. I know. Well, to, at, least, at least you know where to go. All right, uh, Duck Guy Dennis Dutcher, of course, uh, great caller. We appreciate him listening to the show. We appreciate you. If you got a comment or anything, 888-404-1010, When we come back, we'll finally get to talk to the captain. So uh, we'll be right back. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Hang on. Ace Heating and Cooling is a locally owned and operated full-service residential and commercial heating and cooling company in Brandon. They specialize in giving the best options to all their customers and send highly trained technicians to your home or business. Not salespeople. Ace wants to build long-lasting relationships and bring reliable service to every customer. Get your AC or heating done right the first time and every time from your friends at Ace Heating and Cooling. Schedule your service today at brandonac.net. Hunting never stops in Florida, so you need to make Al's Wild Meat in Riverview your full-time, full-service deer and hog processor. Al's Wild Meats will custom cut your game any way you like it, including a variety of sausage options, like traditional ground breakfast, link, or smoked, plus some of the best jalapeno cheddar summer sausage, snack sticks, and deer bacon on the planet. Al and his wife, Christine, pride themselves in making sure you're getting your own harvest back just the way you want it, and always vacuum-sealed, labeled, frozen, and back in your freezer fast. Al's Wild Meat, right off I-75 on Simmons Ranch Court in Riverview, on Facebook or online. 
alswildmeatprocessing.com. Your good times and high scores are waiting for you and your family at Doc and Pies Arcade Factory.com. Doc and Pies are all brand new arcade machines of every type. Stand up, tabletop, and cocktail. Plus, built right here in Florida. Arcade machines with either 60 or 412 games. Or how about the brand new DocBox 3000 console with 3000 games? All with state of the art electronics, two year warranty, and free support for the life of your arcade machine. Always free delivery, so don't wait. Order yours today at Doc and Pies Arcade Factory.com. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Bring Gun Vince Noble, uh, the mighty KC behind the board, and of course, sitting over in the Bill George uh, empty, darkened spot of the room, we got Captain Justin Duncan, who uh, decided, who braved the I four corridor, to decide to come over and be a crazy man and hang out with us a little bit this morning. We appreciate you getting over here in one piece. Absolutely. How was the drive? It was all good. Uh, it wasn't too terrible, you know. I set that old six seven to the floor and let it eat. So well, on the way back, you're gonna have to uh, plow through uh, whatever. We'll have to see because it's getting darker by the minute. It and is looking gonna be lovely today. It's looking lovely outside today. Good day to fly a kite. So I take mm. it your charter uh, canceled today. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 um, and, I'm sure there were a lot of cancellations today. And uh, speaking of that, by the way, uh, the Norman Schwarzkopf uh, big uh, all children's hospital shoot has been postponed until tomorrow after the front moves through and as casey found out for us on the uh, big grunt hunt that's going to be happening next weekend uh it's going to be happening next saturday they had to cancel today. Uh, the, the other event that was going on today was the the river green fest that's right that, uh, that's actually going on tomorrow well and according to dino the margarita and taco fest is still going to be happening out at Raymond James Stadium, so it's not a get total your margs and tacos, baby. Yeah, well, make sure that there's plenty of Uber guys that can afford to get you home at four dollars and forty nine cents a gallon. Apparently, there's going to be a wrestling ring there too. He's like, we're right next to the wrestling Ooh. ring. It's going to be a fun day, bro. Nice. <laughs> yeah, fill up with margaritas and tacos and then go wrestle. Hey, I live pretty close to uh, to the stadium, so I might have to might have to take a peek. You know, you Multi- might as well put Multi- your put your uh, shark shirt on and walk in with sharks. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Multicolored yawns for everyone. Uh, welcome in, Captain. We appreciate you driving over. Uh, I know that you had to go sit through the horror that is the Living the Water Life podcast that happens on Wednesday. First off, Tuesdays. it's not a podcast. Well, it's a live cast. <laughs> okay, it's that he a does video. It's a TV, TV show. Yeah, it's a TV show. So it's all good. I know you had to sit through that horror show, and so welcome into to uh, Radio. Great plug for the show, yeah, Brady. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, looking at your website and all that other stuff, you know, when you see uh, the word captain, you think that, okay, here's a guy I'm going to call to, you know, go out and catch some Goliath grouper and go do all that other happy schmack like that. But that's not what you specialize in. Uh, no, it's it. That's that's a little cutthroat, man. There's too many people doing it, you know. So, um, well, I mean, you got to be a captain. You got to be a charter captain too to be able to take passengers and do certain things as well. Yes. And I know that uh, the FWC now is requiring that for even airboater uh, guides and and things like that. You got to get a captain's airboat rating and things like that. You know, it just ain't you know old Earl out there running a bunch of folks around out there at thirty five dollars a head. You know, you got to have some sort of, uh, you know, liability or bond or whatever it is to be able to go do that kind of stuff. So I know that you do 
do you do both? You do airboats and yeah. traditional? Yeah, I, I do. I do airboats and both. And on top of having just a regular captain's license, you know, let's say if you had the um, regular six pack, you know, the OUPV six, you can only run up to six paying passengers. But um, I'm a master captain, so I can run an airboat with any number of passengers on it. And on top of that, you have to have a uh, master only course which it's just maneuvers where the Coast Guard comes out and rides with you, and they, they give you a dummy, you know, that weighs 150 pounds. They throw it over. It fills up with water, so then it weighs twice that. And That's you gotta, fun. Yeah, you got to pick it back up and do all those kinds of cool things there. So. <laughs> <laughs> while you try to keep your own head above water. Yeah, yeah, while you try to keep your own head above water. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now, I know that uh, yeah, it's not really widely talked about for the most part, but I think that the, the, the tour area – uh, the the boating tour stuff is getting a lot more popular because you have a lot of people who come down here and you have traditional captains who specifically go out to do specific things. You know, you you call, you know, uh, Kevin Little or Goodwine or somebody like that or Jim Pollard and all that kind of stuff. You know you're going fishing, yeah. okay? You yeah. know you're going to go out and you're going to go fishing. If you're going to go out with the boys with twisted limbs or something like that, then you're going to get a bow in your hand you're going to go out and you're going to be shooting a mullet all night. But now I think that with uh, you know Dave Travis's son Kyle, uh, yeah. you know he's doing his little tiki tours out there. Yeah, the Captain Logan, yeah. Sunset tours out of uh, Bay Pines, and then you got uh, tours that Dylan is doing. Uh, Hubbard's doing out to Shell Key, uh, you know those kinds of things, and then out to Egmont. I think more and more people are doing that. One because what? Well, I mean, just take a look around. Look, you know what it costs to put. 100 gallons into a boat or mm-hmm. you know or especially if you're not running um non-ethanol kind of gas if you're one of those guys i mean it's like five and some change a gallon so for the for the lay person who goes just wants to go for a day or go hang out and go see some stuff that they may not get to see while they're running 35 or 40 miles an hour across the flats to get from one hole to another mm-hmm. uh yours is a little more genteel go out and enjoy a day of boating yeah yeah so and there are other there are other options that like take you to Shell Key and do shelling and and like the you know different dolphin trips and stuff. But a lot of those are large boats with a large number of passengers on them. And whenever you deal with a large number of people, that dictates the kind of music you can listen to. You know whether allowed you're, you're allowed to drink or not on the boat. You know all thing all those things come into effect. So you know on on our boats that we run out of St. Pete, you know you listen to what you want to. You bring whatever food or drink you want. You know. Um, and basically, we customize the trip to you. It's an hour and 20 or a three-hour uh, It's kind of how we run it. Well, and it's kind of like more of a, I don't want to call it an Uber thing, but it's more like a chauffeured boat dealio yep. where you get to go. You don't have to think about filling it up. You don't have to think about the rules. You don't. Have to, you, just, you just show up and go, man. You, you show up and go, and, 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 and we, we try to base it around a luxury type thing. You know, we want you to show up, and when you show up, the first thing we want to hear out of you is, man, this is a clean boat, man, this is a nice boat. You know, we keep the the best of everything around. So you're not going to find any like greenback stuffed under the seats, or not we don't even allow fishing no. equipment on the boat. Blood in the corners no. or anything like I, that. I've seen the boat. I've been on the boat. I'll tell you what, this boat is no. top. I mean, it's a nice. What is boat. that sucker, man? That's a big open back jobber. What is that boat? It's a Sea Ray. Sea nice Ray, one. Thirty foot Sea Ray. Nice one. Yeah, also have a twenty two foot Sea Ray. Big old giant swim deck on the back. So if they want to hop off and go do a little snorkeling out somewhere and that kind of thing, it's yeah. all good. Yep, snorkeling, swimming, all that. That's a comfortable ride too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That boat is 
Yeah. Well, and there's there's a big misconception with swimming too. I ask people, I say, do you want to swim? And they say, absolutely. And I say, now, do you want to swim or do you want to stand in water where you can see your feet? And then that's normally what they say. And I'm like, well, that's different than swimming. <laughs> yeah, sandy bottom, no grass. You yeah. know, I'm yeah. a, my wife and stuff. She's one of those that if uh, there's grass involved or anything like that, they're like, ah, to touch my foot. I'm not getting out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I. Swimming, we're going to ten foot or deeper. That way, you can yeah. dive off the boat and those well, kinds of things yeah. like that. Well, now I know that uh, you also. I know this is weird, but uh, I know this used to be a thing back in the day for private people is the old intercoastal, you know, restaurant tours and things like that, where you could just lazily idle kind of cruise up and down the intercoastal and go eat here, go stop over there, have a drink there, go eat over here, and then maybe run out through John's Pass or down to Egmont Key, watch the sunset, hang out, do all that, and then you don't have to worry about driving back. You just, you know, got time to just chill and relax. Absolutely. And, and, and and we and we can pick people up at at the hotel where they're staying a lot of times too. You know, if you give me a heads up, there's a lot of times people will Uber over to the park and I'll pick them up at Maximo. Good and, job. And, yeah. and then you know, at the end they'll say, "Man, I sure wish that like you could just drop us at the Don or drop us at you know at Harbor Master or drop us wherever." I'm like, "Well, let's do it." You know, yeah. I can take you there. <clears throat> That's where you want to go. It then, might uh, cost you the extra twenty bucks, but I'm okay. <laughs> well, now there's no telling what it's going to cost with the, uh, the old gasoline prices. Oh, well, I know that. I know that. Uh, I know. Looking at the website, you say you got uh, you know the dolphin one. Of course, everybody loves that one. Then you got the manatee uh, one if they want to do that. Wildlife tours, island agricultural tours. What is that? Architectural. Yeah, architectural tours. What people that? want to know about the houses, you know, the different islands, uh, Bayway Isles, Isla del Sol, Vina del Mar, Paso Grill, uh, Indian Key, you know, Little Bird Key. They want to know about all the islands, all the keys, Shell Key, different stuff like that. And we tell them about different, you know, uh, buildings. We talk about the Don Cesar a little bit, you know, the history behind that. How, how many times do you get the question, who lives in that house? All the time, man. <laughs> all, the, all the time. I get that Do you have the answers? The uh, to the little ones, no. I mean, it'll be just some off the wall stuff. Somebody will point at a tent, you know, in some bushes under the overpass. Who lives there? I'm like, ah, I don't John know. John Thomas. Hannibal so Jack. One time we found out that Bruce Springsteen stayed there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, if you if you grew up here, uh, you know, some of the locals, you know, you know, some of those houses, like, you know, Hubert Rutland's house there, you know, by Coffee Pot and yeah. things like that, that yeah. are famous houses that have been there forever. And yeah, the Bush Estate, all that's over there. Yeah, Augie yeah. Bush's place and all that yeah. stuff. And then, of course, you know, what the Vinoy used to look like yeah. back in the day and uh, when there was a golf course next to it and, there, you know, it was all woods. And then the old, uh, uh, what was that? Was it the Breakwater? Breakwater Hotel that used to stick out next to the pier that was the hotel that was actually over the water when they tore that thing down. Wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and then yeah. Of, and of course the Vinoy and and all those things, and it's shocking how many people just think Egg Marquis is an island, not knowing that it was a frontline defensive force that used to have, you know, artillery batteries and yeah, stuff out there. Absolutely. But we'll talk more when we come back from break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're hanging out with Captain Justin Duncan. If you want to go check out his website, wetandsaltyadventures.com. Is that what it is? Wet and Salty Adventures? Wetandsalty.com. W-E-T-N-S-A-L-T-Y.com. Okay. There you go. We'll figure it out there when we come go. back from break. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Hang on. continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. 
The original mission of Precision Hunter Ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory-loaded, truly match-accurate ammunition with Doppler Radar Verified Best-in-Class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance, as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. Sportsman's Alliance. Our heritage, our fight. Protecting hunting from coast to coast. Did you know hunters and target shooters have paid $6.8 billion in excise taxes since the inception of the Pittman-Robertson Act of 1937? This was a self-imposed tax by sportsmen to fund direct conservation efforts across the country. Just another fun fact showing how sportsmen and women are helping make a difference. Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks, 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason, like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices, or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America, with over 500 trucks available and on sale, or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck, they choose Brandon Ford because Brandon Ford stocks more, sells more, and sells for less. So when you're ready for a truck, come see us at Highway 60 and 301 in Tampa, the largest volume Ford F-Series dealer in the entire southeastern United States, 24-7 at BrandonFord.com. If you want to pay less for a Ford truck, that's our business. Bigger Wild Outdoors, so nice out today. Oh, Bigger Wild Fastcast for you, looking out the AccuWeather window. It's uh, going to be extremely windy until the front pushes through. About the time the show gets over at 10 o'clock, we're going to probably be in it. Uh, my advice would be if you're in the car, this would be a good time to maybe have the radio on just so uh, if you get an alert or anything like that, if you're sitting at home, uh, make sure you got it on the channel that you trust and uh, make sure that you're going to be okay because... They are saying that there is a possibility of tornadoes and other things coming with this front as it's pushing through. And then, of course, tomorrow it's going to be uh, bluebird skies and cold temperatures. So. so make sure you got your chili and your noodles ready. Your oh, I know. Ready. I'm, doing <laughs> yes, that. I'm doing it tomorrow, no man. No bean chili. No, no bean beans. chili. Beans, uh, man. Beans is when you ain't got no protein. So anyway, uh, it's going to be a, a just a day to get things done and hang out. As uh, my kids would say, or uh, the ex-wife would say, is this is a day where you just kind of stay in bed, just hang out and open a window and just wait for the nope. wait for the rains. Exactly, mm. you know, it's pretty much an inside kind of open the windows, get a little crackage in there, so you get a little cross breeze through the house, cool things down, let your AC turn off, and uh, it'll be a good time. Head by L, it'll be a good one. It'll be nice. That's ah, a shame. Bart's gonna work today. We could we could have cooked all day. He's off tomorrow. I know he is off. Tomorrow. <laughs> He's off tomorrow. Start your cooking, man. Get them grills going. Call me. 
about one o'clock. <laughs> okay. Yeah, call me when you're almost done. You know, you got the finger on the sticks going, almost done. Call Braden. No, yeah, I gotta, I gotta give you thirty. So I'll call you. 30, I'll call you forty-five minutes out. You need like thirty it's to get there. Take forever to get there. But anyway, uh, we're talking uh, before the break with uh, Captain Justin Duck, and of course he's with uh, Wet and Salty Adventures. Uh, not your average kind of boat tour out there. It's getting to be more popular these days, where you have. People who just want to go out and cruise, and I don't maybe it might be a bridal shower thing kind of deal or a bachelor kind of thing where you just want to go hang out, go hang out with the boys for the day, and uh, go do some swimming, go see some stuff. And uh, I, it's a it's an adventure that's getting more and more popular these days. I know your girl is uh, your co-host. She's doing those little tours up the intercoastal up that way uh yeah it's a little champagne kind of the wind thing. the wind down wednesday yeah, yeah with, with jenna the florida realtor yeah what an awesome thing to do that's I mean, a great time for her i mean she gets to meet new clients and teach people about the area of where she's at and you know you have some champagne or some her famous sangria and just chill out and watch the sunset learn about some houses and call it a day i think in this day and age uh captain you can correct me if i'm wrong but i think more people need to do that they need to trust people like you to go out and do it because I got so many yahoos that go out and buy a boat and end up putting it on an oyster bar just outside of uh, Weedon Island. Or they don't know that those uh, columns of concrete are running along the side of Gandy right there. And next thing you know, you're fishing and you hear that bong up a wow. <laughs> and then they're all standing there with their hands on their hips going, what are we doing now, Earl? I have no idea what we're going to do. I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. Let's watch it sink together. It happens all the time. So, uh, funny story. I had some, I had some ladies come on the boat. It was a bachelorette party. It was six women. So everybody always says, you know, what what size boat should I get? I'm going to buy a boat. I'm like, well, first off, start off small, you know, take care of it, and then trade it in or sell it, something like that. But these these girls came on a boat on Friday. All right, the girl said, we're buying a boat, and I said, well, just you know, be easy with it. Take your time. They bought a boat Saturday. The next day, they live over in Deland on the east coast. Sunday, I got a picture. I got a picture Sunday. So uh, there was a girl, she had a bruise from the small of her back to the bottom of her butt crack all the way out to the outside of her thigh. It was black. Where, yeah, the, uh, a girl with no boating experience, her and her uh, boyfriend went out and bought a uh, 24-foot. And um, That's a lot to handle for a, whole, a newbie. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. A 24-foot center console fishing boat. Oh, sure. And they, with twins on it, and they bought it to ski nice. out of. Oh, there Get you go. Get out of here. Go. Perfect boat me? for that. Yep, and they bought it to ski out of. So, <laughs> Yeah, good times. You know, so, but everybody always says the same thing. Well, I need a boat big enough for, you know, my kids, my wife, my family, you know, 10, 10 friends apiece, you know, and that kind of stuff. I'm like, bad idea. Terrible idea. It is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I remember um, I've, I've met people who've done that, and they usually end up regretting it. And i got to put some of the blame on the salesperson who sold them that boat because it's like a, gun, it's like a gun guy. You know, you kind of have to ask those questions. What are you going to use it for? What's it going to do? That kind of thing. What's it? Is this your first boat? Yeah. Have you driven a is boat? Is it your first gun? Have you ever used one before? Have you familiar with a revolver or a semi-auto or anything like that? It's the same process. And if you got some yahoo who goes, this is what you need right here, 24-foot open fisherman console, twin 225s on the back, perfect boat for a beginner. What the hell are you thinking, man? That's crazy talk, especially if you're going to use it for skiing. Well, we've I had mean, this conversation on, on living the water life. Boat safety, and you should have. I mean, you have to have a license to drive a car, right? Yeah. If I why can't we have a license? If you have you to be a captain, that. 
and you have to go get your license to be a captain, why can any Yahoo go out and buy a boat and drive a boat? If I had a dollar for every time I'm sitting at the boat ramp and you watch somebody backing a boat in, it takes them 23 oh, minutes gosh. to back a boat in. Yeah. Or you get people that, that rent jet skis or boats, oh, and you're in a no-wake zone. I'm over there by Eckerd College in a no-wake zone, and people are, are dr- driving by at 30, 40 miles an hour, you know. They just no 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 respect. No common courtesy, no knowledge of the rules, the regulations. No the nautical rule of knowledge. Zero. Is, is Zero. Thing, Zero. You know, you, know, Zero. Like you always see those. You know, they cut outside of the markers. They get outside of the channel. They do all that stuff, and they run across grass, and uh, you know, or uh, bouncing it off of an oyster bar every once in a while, and uh, then they turn left, and they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, we're back in it. Don't worry about it." I mean, every time but you the go damage over- has already been done. You know, either to your prop or your lower unit, or even to the to the bottom, the grass and the yeah, oyster absolutely. bar. Every time you go over the flats, you see the the prop lines you know that's not from a captain you know that's not from a, a seasonal boater no you know it's from no. some jerk off who doesn't no. know what they're doing <laughs> every time i would tear up the flat every time i would take off to the south out of tampa international airport i'm that guy you know who's looking out the window you know looking for spots or looking for stuff down there i'm like oh, looking for the potholes with there's, the redfish, a big, you know? there's a big old hole right over there right off there make a middle note of that <laughs> but then you see all the scars that are going across all the flats around weed and everything else where it's just crisscrossing around there and you're like Dude, when I was a kid, you either kicked that motor up or you turned it off and walked the entire area of the flats or drifted it with the yeah. wind. You went to one end in the channel and drifted all the way across the flats to the other end and then started it back up again. People I, don't know how to do that. They, they, they don't know to how to do, do it. I, I got a biggest shout out to our, our boy, Captain Greg Martz. He's down in Fort Lauderdale listening to the show. More money than cents. Get out and run, and they run out of the talent. Exactly. And yeah. I think that's that's the truth. And, I, I mean, my son, when he turned 14 years old, he took it upon himself. Uh, he, he sat down and took the whole boater's course because he wants to be able to drive a boat. And he wasn't kidding when Vince said, dude, you can come out. We can hang out and do whatever as long as you can drive my boat. That was an incentive enough for him to go take the class, take the course, yeah. Do all that stuff. Do it online, and then go in. Of course, come uh, to me and go, Dad. I need thirty five dollars. I go, what for? I got to pay for the course. Okay. And I was, was proud was of him with that. Money that, well spent. Education is key. And and you know what? Yeah, and for him so. to be able to be there with somebody who at least has a rudimentary. Uh, I was lucky enough to grow up with a father who was a sailor. Uh, so you got to know the rules of the right of way with a sailboat and not a sailboat and under power, not under power, under sail, not under sail. And, and, right uh, turn. and yeah. the right to turn and, of course, yeah. knowing markers and everything else. These are just things that everybody should know if you're going to buy a boat. I told you the uh, gentleman who used to work at the radio station, I was riding with him, and as, if they see water in front of them, they think, well, it's all the same. No. You know, it's 100 not. feet deep from here to the Skyway Bridge, no. and, and it's no. not that way. No. Well, uh, with you, Captain, you're out of Maximo. Yeah. So if anybody knows that whole area, that, that water, and if you, if you veer – Ten feet to the left, four feet to the right. You're out of the channel. Those Absolutely. channels, they're they're narrow, and if you don't know them, and if it's low tide, yeah, you're foobar. You're either you can, in oysters or sand or in mud. You One can look them. on my Instagram. I got a lot of pictures of jet skis sitting southwest of Indian Key. There were four jet skis sitting in six inch on six inches of sand, just hanging out. And you know, a guy says, "Hey." How long is this going to take? And I said, ah, about about midnight. The water behind him. <laughs> you can get it off. You know, I, I've, over there by uh, by by uh, Don Cesar, I've seen a I've seen a contender sitting up on that sandbar right there. Oh yeah, the twins. Right you just, you just chuckle as you're driving by. Like, you know, well, no, he he came across in front of me. Um, oh. He came across in front of me running forty, and, and I waved and waved, and he looked at me and just kind of shrugged it off and kept going. And I was like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, watch this. You know, what else are you going to do? <laughs> you know, I couldn't do anything to stop him, but yeah. That's when you go by and go. I tried to tell you. 
Okay, have a good night. Yeah, yeah it's that's that's you're Call right Cito. though. Call Cito. Call Cito. Wa- water's not water. Yep. You got to know. And, and I, we talked about this off the air. Polarized sunglasses, you got to have them. That's literally Absolutely. you that cannot was, have that Seven Eleven crap no, seven dollars no, sunglasses. No, spend the money. That that literally yeah. changed uh, the gentleman I was out with because he had a pair of cheapies on, and I'm sitting there riding with him, and because I, I was yeah. trying to show him the way out. He lived down in Shore Acres, and I was trying to show him the way out. There's a secret channel there that <clears throat> growing up, you know, and all that stuff. If you know there, you know it. If you don't know it, you don't know it. But uh, anyway, we were driving across, and I'm going, hey, man, you need to go to the right. Go to the right. Keep going to the right. And he goes, why? And I said, dude, there's an oyster bar and a sandbar. You're coming up on it. You need to get over to the right. And he goes, there's nothing there. And I, I said, put these on. And he put mine on. He's like, holy crap. Oh, my. I can see those things, man. And yeah. he's like, from then on, polarized sunglasses every time you're on the water because – when you get that gray on there, you can't see the watercolors no, and the champion. I, I will tell you, my, and this is not a plug for any of the, these companies, but my my top three: Costa, Ocean Wave, and Oakley. Ocean Wave, I'd have put it at the top of the list, but that's just my personal. Well, opinion. I, I like Costas, but the problem I'm having with Costa lately is their their warranty the returns warranty sucks. and the, oh my yeah, god, yeah, a little bit little bit of an issue. There. They, they used to take care of their yeah. of their customers. They used to take care of their captains too. Yeah. They, they, they're they're getting like kinda, so far from that. Off. Yeah, it's their glass quali- their their glass quality is really. good. I like the Oakleys. Uh, my Oakleys that I that I showed you the other day. Yeah, uh, actually, they're in the truck. I like those. They're the H two optics. They are the the poly- polycarb. Yeah, but they're not bad. I mean, for out in the water, they're really actually pretty good. Well, and you also need them for days like today when you got that thunderstorm coming down and it's nasty and you can't see a car in front of you. Put your polarized sunglasses on, you'll be able to see eight cars in front of you. But not all polarized glasses are the same either That's because true. if you're on the flats, you don't true. want to be wearing a gray lens with a blue mirror. You want to be wearing the brown lens with a green mirror. No way. Yes. No, from Not, Vermilion all the way well, across the board. You, you're just weird, dude. <laughs> I, wear I, mean, my, I wear the blues all the time. Do you really? I wear the offshore. Blue and grays? Yeah, uh, yeah I wear the offshores all Why the time. Why would you wear that? Uh, I just, I see better. Oh, you know why? Because you're not fishing. There there you go. Yeah. Vermilion, man. Boom, boom, boom. You, you can see everything. Bam, you bam, just want to see bam, the bam, world bam. in rose-colored glasses. And it doesn't stay there for long. Your brain trains, and then the next thing you know, yeah, like, then you take them off, and you're like, look, there's a trout. Look, there's a redfish. Look, there's a snook hanging over there. There's a whole thing of mullet over there. You can tell you can actually see you're cray cray you're cray cray why blue. would they make it if it didn't work blue all the way i love getting you fired up now right, we're gonna take a break <laughs> captain justin thing. duncan hanging out with us from uh wet and salty adventures yes sir apparently a lot of people have been texting him during the break don't be afraid to call the show 888-404-1010-888-404-1010 i don't know if you want to do that <laughs> they can say hi you, uh, yeah. oh, we're brought man. to you by brandon ford hang on we'll be right back So, I'm sure you heard the news. Social media sites are cracking down on private firearm sales. So if you're looking to sell or buy a new or used gun, or even looking to trade, do it the right way and head over to Deer Hunter Guns. Dan and his crew will give you top dollar for your used firearm, plus give you the best trade-in value if you're looking to upgrade. Deer Hunter Guns is doing it the legal way and can help you find what you're looking for. Or take that used rifle, pistol, or shotgun off your hands the legal way so you have peace of mind. Knowing your firearm isn't going to a complete stranger. Go sell your firearms to your friends at Deer Hunter Guns. Stop by today and get the best deal. 2797 Gulf to Bay Boulevard, across from the original Hooters. DeerHunterGuns.com. <laughs> 
Safety up, sit down, and hang on. There's no better place for your next ATV adventure than Bone Valley. With over 200 acres of twists and turns, that's a one-of-a-kind ATV experience, and eight miles of trails, a hill climb, an open play area, and picnic areas. Located at 10427 County Road 630 West in Mulberry, hours are Friday through Monday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. State law requires ATVs be registered prior to riding on public property. Riders under 16 are required to take a rider's education class for fees and hours. Check out BoneValleyATV.com. Now that you've decided to jump into the boating lifestyle, do yourself a favor and check out the Cche line of ridged rib boats. Each Cche boat is built with lightweight, high-end Hippolon materials made to take the punishment of salt or fresh water. Another great advantage of the Cche ridged rib is they're lightweight, which means less hull friction, more power, and increased fuel economy. They're tough, light, rugged, ridged hull inflatable boats that are easy to customize, require less motor, and far more portable. You can build your own Cche today at Boats. Welcome back. It is the Bigger Wild Outdoors. Braden Vince, Mighty Casey, Casey, and of course, uh, Captain Justin Duncan from uh, Wet and Salty Adventures. Uh, hanging out with us this morning on this windy, blustery, uh, beautiful Florida hurricane, pre-hurricane, spring, humid, summer, rainy day. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be a totally different day, so uh, enjoy it. Uh, I know I am. I, I get sick to my stomach when I hear that air conditioner kick on, and I'm thinking, God, I'm really going to miss those $89 electric bills. I really am going to miss them for sure. But uh, talking with Captain Justin during the break, I uh, was looking at his perusing his website, and I wanted to save the best for uh, last. But uh, we went over the fact that you do uh, the wildlife tours, manatee, dolphin, restaurant and bars, and also uh, sandbar shelling. If you want to bring some snorkel stuff out there, you can go dip around out at Egmont Key or something like that, or maybe go down uh, around um, – um, Sarasota on the backside of Anna Maria, you know, where the water kind of changes color a little bit. It's nice out there. But last but not least, I have to bring this up. You also <laughs> offer a clothing optional sunbathing trip as well. Yeah, that's a, that's a real thing. Now, I got to ask you, do you get a lot of those or is this just far and few between? No, it, it's pretty popular. You know, there, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of clothing optional people, you know, nudists that live in, in and around the area. You know, so it's a pretty common thing, you know, and, and if you and, and I know there's there's beaches and places you can go and people say, well, why would I why would I pay you to take me on a boat to do it when I can go to a beach and do it for free? Well, if you go to a beach and do it for free, there's no telling who all is going to be there and what their intentions are. If you're on a boat with me, we go to a nice, secluded, safe, private place, you know, and you can hang out and get the vitamin D everywhere. I'm getting a stare. As the uh, crickets are in the room, I'm getting multiple, <laughs> multiple stares. I just, uh, you know, I, hey, you know, whatever you want to do, okay, whatever it is, as long as uh, you know it doesn't affect my children, we're all good. But uh, I'm just thinking back, <laughs> um, <laughs> some of the many sunburns that I've encountered in my life, and I'm thinking, there's not are, one I want to have. There are areas where I yeah. really don't want the sun to actually kind of uh, based, and but I know that there are people that do that, but. Now, when you say a secluded area, I know that there was an area one time uh, between, let's say, Fort DeSoto and the end of Paso Grill Beach where there were people who used to 
go on the west side of the island there and there would be clothing optional. I didn't learn that until I was walking along the beach one time and <clears throat> I'm walking with a female I remember at the time and she's like, those guys over there, they're all naked. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I look over and I'm like, okay, I think we've walked too far. And then there's a little sign over in the weeds, you know, clothing optional section from here to blankety blank. And I'm like, okay, this is where we're going to turn around and go back. So, uh, I mean, do you stay on the boat when you do that? Or where do you find this yeah, secluded it's, it's, place? Yeah, it's on the boat. We stay on the boat. You know, we don't, we don't go to any islands because, you know, once again, if it's an island, somebody else can access it with their boat. So, uh, <laughs> We just have areas, you know, uh, in, in the Tampa Bay area where we go in the middle of nowhere and, and kind of hang out. And I'm not going to say specifically where because, you know, as of next Saturday, they'll You'll be have drones. Of, there'll be drones <laughs> and a parade of people over there hanging out. But yeah. uh, Back in the day when there was actually an island in the middle of Tampa Bay, some people used to call it the, you know, original Beer Can Island or Picnic Island. Mm-hmm, there were right. many names for it. It was a big spoil island that used to be there that Covered with Australian pines. I'm sure you remember it back in yeah. the day. It's got redfish around it. Shut up. I, I mean, it doesn't. It have, had. It used to. It's it a dead, used to. It's a dead island now. So it's well, a dead island. Yeah. It's not there anymore. A few hurricanes and strong <laughs> winds have kind of moved it uh, moved it towards the uh, south a little bit with the tide. So, uh, But I remember the, one of the first times that I ever was brave enough to run across the bay from Whedon Island and go out there. And I remember I pulled up there on the beach and... There were some people there. They had a little campfire going. They were, you know, drinking some beers and doing all that stuff. And then a a, a, a catamaran came around the corner, drifting <laughs> along there. And there was like six naked bodies on there, and they're all frolicking around on there. And I, I was like, what in the world is going on out here? <clears throat> and then next thing you know, they pull up. And they know the people that are there with the fires, and they're drinking beer. And next thing you know, they're all like, "What are you doing with your shorts on? Get out here!" And next thing you know, they're starting to peel off stuff. And I was like, <clears throat> "Yeah, we're gonna go back over to the island and do some fishing over by Christmas Pass." <laughs> it's getting a little too weird out here for me, so I'm gonna go over there and get about a mile away and do some fishing. So bye 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 bye. But I know from experience and growing up here on the water and all that stuff. You do see it out there quite a bit. It, it does happen. It's it's more common than you realize, you know, especially like if you're driving around the intercoastal and you're in and out of the little fingers around the houses and the islands. There are people out there all the time like that hanging out on their back porch, you know. It's it's a pretty common thing. Well, not just on the back porch, but, you you know, you got a open fisherman that goes by and there's maybe two or three guys there and every girl in there has got their top off and they're zippity doo dying down towards the Skyway Bridge. And I'm going, hmm, I wonder if they're going out for Goliath. Room for one more. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to go and try to catch some grouper or something. I don't, I don't know. But uh, enjoy your day. Okay, bye-bye. But you do offer that optional uh, adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, i got to ask, as a captain, Uber driver, chauffeur kind of guy, what do you do while they're out there? Uh, slash DJ, slash photographer, slash whatever. Photographer? I'm saying people on the boat, they're like, hey, take a picture of us as a group. Now, not the not those people, but, you know, <laughs> we do you know we do a lot of, like, bachelorette parties and, and divorce celebrations. Those happen as well, you know, and all the women like, here, take a picture of us together, that kind of thing. But, <laughs> I, but I mean, for the most part, you if you're moving and you're under power, you have to pay attention and, you know, you're Correct. pointing out certain things or, you know, yeah. there's some dolphins over here on the starboard side of the boat and, and they're like, I don't know what that is. Right side over here on the right side, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, and you also can't say like uh, you can't say three o'clock, six, nine, or twelve. Neither. They have no clue because now I said the other day uh, about three o'clock, and uh, you know somebody looked over about nine fifteen. I'm like, no, that's wrong. You know, so people don't understand what that means anymore. So or right or left. 
or yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you go over here on the starboard side, they're like, "Where is that? Is that by the uh, poop deck? I don't know what that is." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure you get some crazy questions too. I'm sure I now, can only imagine. Well, I know that uh, it's not on your website, but if somebody was hardcore enough and really wanted to go and go somewhere and go do some fishing, would you would you do that? Would you? Do so, that at all, or not on that boat? No, no, absolutely not on that boat. Now, I do have a fishing boat, and, and I don't like to do fishing trips. I love to do fishing trips, but I like to fish for me. But uh, I have a really good uh, uh, friend and a close family member, and they do the fishing, so I kind of push them to them. They're they're good at what they do. Now, you, know? you also do airboats as well. Where do you run those things yeah. at? So, Kissimmee Chain of Lakes, and uh, currently I'm building an airboat that we're going to use for flats fishing out of you know Tampa Bay and St. Petersburg area, so oh, that'll be you, fun. Yeah, you everyone's gonna everyone's gonna be video me when we go by, and they're either gonna hate it or love it. You know, I'll right. either get the sheriff called or I'll get high fives. Oh, you know the they're gonna they're gonna hate you, especially yeah. if if you're going towards that duskish time or early morning time. Yeah, they're gonna hate you. And, yeah, I, and I'm, I'm gonna try to be polite. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not intentionally step on toes. What, what well, it? I can say this much: it, for the most part, I think, uh, especially on the fish in the Tampa Bay side. Uh, on the west side or even on the uh, on the Hillsboro side, either one. Uh, for the most part, I know that there are some dock areas where you want to hit every once in a while and stuff like that, but for the most part, you're in areas where there are not, not a lot of houses. At least the guys that I know, they don't fish in front of houses. No. Uh, you know, fishing flats. Yeah, you're fishing the flats or back in the mangrove somewhere like that, so what would be the problem? I, I wouldn't have a problem with an <laughs> airboat out there. I remember when the FWC used to run an airboat down around Weed Island so they could get all the way back inside by Christmas Pass and go in the interior. But if people are going to call, I mean, we, we were talking ducks earlier. People are going to call on ducks. You know they're going to call on an airboat. What kind of engine you got on that thing? An LS, an LS yeah, Chevrolet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah so. so people well, are going to call. Well, and if I, you know, it's, it's got a trolling motor on it, so or it's about to. So, you know, when I'm if I'm by house or something, I'll just run the trolling motor. I won't. I won't fire up the big one, you know, but that's right. whatever. Ninety percent of everybody does that owns an airboat. I mean, if you go out by Weed Island, they don't understand that <clears throat> there's a sign up there that says uh, "Beyond this point, no more internal combustion engines." Mm -hmm. Just because you're not dragging a lower unit doesn't mean that uh, you know if you're spinning a fan on the back, that's still a combustion engine. You still got to turn it off, and you got to you got to glide your butt in there, or you know, troll motor your butt in there. So. Um, I know the kayakers and all that stuff. Although it seems to be uh, totally different for jet skiers, I think that rule doesn't apply to them. Sometimes I, I don't think they. I don't think they know. They 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 don't have a clue. Ninety percent of them do not have a clue. You know, um, and I'm. It's, I, I can't it's stand hard. Them. It's hard. So you're a captain, right? And you're a professional. You're in a professional atmosphere, and, and you're you're operating a business. So you're at the dock, and you see somebody come flying into Maximo Park on a jet ski doing three sixties. You know, and then the captain in me is like, hey, bro, hey, just FYI, see that sign? You can't go fast, but then Justin in me wants to go to, to <laughs> 10 fast, you know, and you can't because you got six people on the boat that are customers. Why don't you pull that thing over here to the beach so you and I can have a little discussion? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you got to, yeah, there's, I'm sure there's times you just want to yeah. scream. And I get to the dock early a lot of times, too, and just hang out because it's fun to watch the, the, the people that just bought a boat put a, Put a boat in, you know. That's a good time. Looks like that Family Guy video. You know, him oh, yeah. up. He's <laughs> back. It looks like he's. It looks like he's just writing an S. <laughs> yeah. You know? Almost got it. Almost got yeah. it. Almost got it. it and you know what? I, I. It always amazes me how many people get offended if you have somebody there who says, "Hey, man, do you need some help with that? Do you want me to back that up while you get in the boat and you know and do that stuff?" And he goes, "I can back that thing up." When no, I got it. I got it. Oh, people, yeah. Twenty people minutes later, I got nothing. it. So there was a boat. At Maximo in the water wouldn't start wouldn't start. It was a gentleman and it was his his son and his grandson. You know they were 15, 35, 55, something like that. 
I said, hey, bud. I said, uh, you mind if I tell you something before I can get it out of my mouth? He said, hey, I- I've been boating quite a long time, son. You need to let me just handle this. And I said, okay, have a good day, bud. So I left. I came back an hour and 20 minutes later, and they're still fumbling. Dead battery must be something, must be something. I said, hey. I said, if you put that in neutral, it'll fire up. Oh! I said, have a good day. My God. It happens all, it happens all, it happens all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> happens all the time. But he's been boating forever, right? He's been, he's been boating yeah, forever. But oh that's another God, good thing. You're, you're a captain. You're on a boat. I love uh, when you try to tell me how to do my job because your brother's uncle dated a girl who had a buddy that owned a boat one time. You know, don't you love that? that <laughs> and went out just, with his uncle and taught yeah, him everything. Yeah, absolutely. Pride. You know, I watched absolutely. the Florida Fisherman boat report, and I learned about this boat. Yeah, absolutely. So I know it. Absolutely. <sighs> that's, uh, I, I, <clears throat> one of the most... I would say horrific stories, but yet it was also a learning uh, experience. Was I remember when uh, a friend of mine bought himself a couple of jet skis? He was smart enough to take a class that where he bought them from. I think he bought them from Barney's or something, and they actually took him out, took him down to Gandy, and you know, put him through the paces. This is what you need to do. This so he got the the gist of everything. Right <clears throat> now, we had a disc jockey who came out to hang out for the day who'd never really experienced it. And was riding it like a motorcycle. You know, he thought in his mind that 